and good morning. Today is Tuesday, November the 3rd, and you're listening to Mornings with Mr. Williams, and it is our Top 10 Tuesday, and so I thought it'd be fun, since it is Election Day, to talk about uh, Top 10 Presidents. And so when I was looking up, I thought, well, maybe it would be better to talk about the first 10 presidents, because some of us maybe don't know um, who even all the first 10 presidents of the United States are. Some of the ones are a little more famous, for example, like George Washington, but some, there's some others on the list that maybe you're not quite as familiar with. So this is an article by the History uh, Channel on History.com, and it's how the first 10 U.S. presidents helped to shape the role of the nation's top office. So over a span of six decades, the first 10 presidents from George Washington to John Tyler helped to define the role of the executive branch, that is the president as we know it today. On February the 4th, 1789, electors chose George Washington to be the first president of the United States. Um, Previously, states had governed much like independent countries under what was called the Articles of the Confederation. But in 1787, delegates met in Philadelphia to discuss the need for a stronger, more cohesive national government. And so they came up with this plan, which was laid out in the Constitution of the United States. Now, the Constitution provides for a central government with three branches, the legislative, judicial, and the executive. So Congress was the legislative branch, the Supreme Court was judicial, and the president would head uh, the executive branch. And these first presidents helped to define the role of the presidency and the executive branch, both domestically and in foreign affairs. So starting at number one term from 1789 to 1797 was George Washington. And during his two terms as president, the U.S. government was, of course, just beginning. And he was critical in guiding the new government. And he oversaw passages of the first 10 amendments called the Bill of Rights. And these were added to the Constitution. He also established a cabinet of advisors and appointed the first Supreme Court and district court judges. In foreign affairs, he signed the Jay Treaty in 1795. It was an attempt to defuse mounting tensions over English military posts along America's northern and western borders and to prevent another war between us and Great Britain. Now, the Constitution at that time did not place term limits on the presidency, though Washington set the precedent for the two-term limit that we have today when he voluntarily stepped down after his second term. So at the time, they actually wanted him to run again, but he said no, that two terms uh, was enough. And political parties actually did not exist at that time when he was elected president. But over the course of his presidency, Washington observed a kind of a divide between what were called the Federalists and the Anti-Federalists in in his cabinet. And they would quarrel on key issues such as the establishment of a national bank. And he worried that party affiliations, so one party or another party, would eventually harm U.S. politics. So he didn't didn't like that. Uh, The second president was John Adams from 1797 to 801. And his party was the Federalist Party, and he was the only Federalist president ever elected, and the first U.S. president to actually inhabit what we call the White House. Um, His election marked the emergence of America's first political party system. He defeated Thomas Jefferson, who was a Republican. 
As a Federalist, Adams favored a very loose interpretation of the Constitution with a strong federal government. Um, Adams brokered a peace deal uh, between the United States and France, and the move, which everybody did not like, actually ended up probably costing him his re-election. But it did help steer the United States away from a yet another costly war that it was not prepared uh, to fight. All right, the third president on the list is Thomas Jefferson, and um, his term was from 1801 to 1809, and he was a Democratic-Republican. And he oversaw the acquisition of the Louisiana Purchase, a massive piece of land between the Mississippi River and the Rocky Mountains. It is a significant portion of what the United States is today. He purchased this land from France in 1803, and at that time it actually doubled the size of the United States, if you can imagine that. So the land that they purchased actually doubled the size of the country. And later that year, Jefferson sponsored the Lewis and Clark Expedition, that went through the newly acquired Western Territory. Much of Jefferson's second term was occupied trying to maintain neutrality between France and Great Britain and keep the United States out of European wars. All right, so we'll just stop at the top three here, and then maybe we can continue the list again on Thursday, and then maybe we'll finish it out um, on Friday. All right, guys, have a wonderful Tuesday, and uh, we'll see you again tomorrow.